0: Welcome to the joys of our 20s with Hannah Joy. The show that talks about the lows, highs and everything in between that consists of being in our 20s. Hello. Um I am preparing for my Miami trip this week as we speak. Um so if I seem distracted, my apologies. I am trying to multitask right now. Um so On today's episode, I am going to talk about the reasons why I am currently not actively dating. And hear me out when I use that phrase. (laughs) I'm not saying if someone were to ask me out on a date, I would say yes or no. Most likely, I would say no. Um, However, it's... If it were to happen naturally, I'm not opposed. However, I'm not actively looking to date right now. And I guess there's a couple reasons why, and I kind of wanted to talk about them on my episode today. Because I feel like people talk about being single, but they don't talk about maybe choosing to be single. Um... So, I guess let's dive into it, especially because I feel like I talked a lot on my Pride episode about being really secure in who I am and my identity and all of that good, good, good stuff. Um, However, there's more to it than just, you know, being comfortable with who you are. I think right now in my life, I'm the most comfortable I have ever been in my skin and who I am and who I could love and all the factors. However, it is very scary, the idea of being in a relationship. Um, For me right now, it's been almost three years. No, more than three years, I think. Almost three years or more than three years. I'm not exactly sure since I was last in a relationship. Before that, it was like four and a half years, I think. So I tend to live on the single side. However, the difference between this single period and the last single period is the last single period, not to be that person, I was racking up bodies. I was going out with people. They just didn't want to date me for whatever their reason could be. You know, I'm not out here to claim why people didn't want to date me at the time. I was hurting. I was acting out most of the time anyways. So I get it, you know? Um, Or it is what it is I'm not saying they treated me well or anything But at that point in my life I was single but I had a lot of attention I guess is the correct term Where Now I've spent the last like three years Really truly being like Single I think I've spent mm, I think I've been on Four dates last three years, none of them going to a... One of them went to a second date. In which you may be like, (laughs) why? So, very early on, right after the breakup, I will definitely say I was running away scared. Um... So when I had the opportunity to go on a date with someone, I'm not saying they were the loves of my lives or anything. Like, it obviously didn't work out. But I definitely ran away. Um, Because in my last relationship, something, and this wasn't entirely his fault. I was, or even his fault. I was super insecure going into the relationship. If you know anything about secure and insecure attachment styles, I was anxious attachment style he was extremely avoidant attachment style. So we like hit each other's fears and it's what made the relationship seem great at the beginning, but turns out it pushed us both away. However, with an anxious attachment style, I am terrified of people like leaving. That is something that's very scary and something that's very real for me too. Like I was nine when my mom passed away. Like people left my life at a very young age, mostly through death, but like, that is something that inherently has always stuck with me, which is why I don't think I build very close friendships until of recent, I kept people at arm's length, I almost wanted to morph myself into a person for them, um, and let's just say that didn't work out, (laughs) Um, I was exhausted, and now I'm dealing with all the side effects of living that way. But, yeah. After that relationship, when I say I remember being so physically, like, ill afterwards, and it wasn't even too... I knew the relationship was going downhill at that point. And he just was able to do what I couldn't, and, like, in the relationship. But, like, I was so physically ill because my biggest fear came true he left he didn't want to do it anymore and god that really took a toll on me especially because people that I was close to were getting married at the time and I was like what was so wrong with me that he didn't want to stay or that no one loved me I mean at that point it had been a year or so when people started getting married that I knew and I was like what is just so wrong with me A lot of it was daddy issues, a lot of it was mommy issues, it was like, all of the above. And they're just not super conducive issues for a healthy relationship. Um, And so, looking back at it now, I tend to, the minute I start, like, actively dating, I tend to fall back into those patterns, like, immediately. It's almost embarrassing, How quickly I see myself like fall into old habits. Um, Especially too when I know deep down inside. I am still struggling with finding my own worth of deserving a healthy love. And granted, little sidebar. I know healthy relationships can be super healing. However, if I feel like it's healthy, and I've noticed this too, if I feel like it's healthy, or that person could be good for me, excuse me, (sighs) how do I explain this? I, like, tend to be unattracted. It's not even unattracted, it's just all of a sudden, because I guess I'm used to, if someone's going to be in my space, for it to be chaotic energy, to be disagreeing energy, not to be supportive energy. I'm not used to having someone be in my corner cuz I deal with everything myself. I I guess you could say that comes from having a dead mother and being the oldest daughter, but like I I did things myself. I didn't feel like I could open up my emotions. I was criticized a lot growing up from multiple family members. And rarely praised for the things I was doing. It was just, I, I was always just a little bit too short, you know what I'm saying? And my family was just trying to create a submissive woman to be a quote unquote good mother. And I just, when you grow up with that's people's love language to you, that's how they should, they cared. You kind of realize that like you don't understand how someone might actually like you. Like you don't have to work or earn their love. Where like I remember specifically in my last relationship constantly feeling like what can I do better? What can I do more? And he never asked me to do any more. So I never like this. There's certain aspects of my relationship. Yes I do blame him for. there's, There's two people in a relationship. But there are so many aspects in which I failed. That looking back. I just, I'm not disappointed, but I feel bad for her because I was constantly like, what can I do better? And he wasn't asking me to particularly do better. I was just always like, what's a way I can make sure he never wants to not love me? You know, he never wants to like leave me. It was never like, oh, I feel super supported and stuff like that. And granted, I didn't also really get that as much from him. But at the same time, I wasn't getting it from myself. So my memory of the relationship could be, oh, I didn't get much from him. But I also wasn't getting any from myself. So if he was saying anything, I might have not even heard it. You know what I'm saying? Um, Because don't get me wrong. He was kind to me. He was funny. um, He took care of me. And like I said, I wasn't particularly easy at that time in my life. um. So anyways, point being... It's hard to be in a relationship when you don't have any friends, family, no examples except for like arbitrary stories that you hear or thoughts or whatever of healthy relationships. So then you're like sitting there and you're like just trying to recreate what you grew up in. And like even to this day, like I said earlier, I found myself retreating into those The situations like for example I went on a di- this was the last one I went on um back in maybe May April I will never forget this the guy and I this was me I should have been strong and this is why I'm disappointed not to the point that I'm like oh I'm so disappointed with myself but I wish I would have done better in this retrospect because he would stop talking He would, like, lull the conversation so then immediately I felt like I needed to say something. And that was definitely me retreating back to my younger years. And the funniest thing is he, like, told me that I talked too much. But, like, he would purposely lull the conversation. And I was sitting there and I was like, oh my gosh, that's why I went out with you. Because you reminded me of my family growing up. And the date was, like, going, like, out with family members, which is really gross. But... You know, he made the money. That was really the only reason I went out with him, Is he was older and he made money. And I was like, you know what? Let's just set the bar there. And turns out he ended up, like, trying to call me. Trying to get me just to have sex with him. It was disgusting. But point being, I, like, realized I fall back into these tendencies when I'm dating. So, I see him... For my foreseeable future it's not saying I won't go out and meet people or I won't try and actively like put myself in spaces where I can form relationships with people however I'm not going to do active dating and I'm not going to do online so I'm not going to do like singles events where it's like purposely for dating I'm not doing things and it's mostly because I don't think I'm in a place where I can trust someone just by going on a date with them. Like there's going to need to be some foundation. And granted at the same time. Maybe it just is me needing to f- heal that trust a little bit more. Before I can go into actively dating. But something I've just kind of realized is like. I don't trust people. And that's re- that was a really hard realization I made at the beginning of this year. I do not trust people. That is why I keep reverting back to old relationships. Old friendships. Is because, not because I think they're great, not because I think they should be or are worthy of being a part of my life. Um, However, I can't trust new people right now. And that's another reason why I won't actively date. Give me one second, I'll be right back. (laughs) Okay, so sorry. I am going to shave my legs (laughs) while I'm recording this. Because we did not time manage well. And I'm sorry. So anyways, back to why I'm not, I guess, actively dating. um, Is I realized I don't really trust people. I don't trust people to have good intentions. I don't trust people to follow through on what they say. Which can make dating um, really difficult. (laughs) Um, It is not conducive to healthy relationships. When... That is where your mindset is. So. I guess. (coughs) Excuse me. That's what plays a huge part. And me not dating. I don't think it's because I couldn't find someone. I think I could. But I think part of it too. Is I'm not in a place. Right now where. A relationship sounds ideal. Now don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I wouldn't like to have someone. Or, you know, sleep with someone, have sex with them, or have someone who helps me through the tough days. But there's also a huge luxury to not having to check in with anyone. Literally doing whatever you want. And yeah, I don't know how to explain it because some days, yes. Like, for example, the last three days... I've not really talked to a human. I think I've door dashed and I said hi to my neighbors. Like, yes, are there times where, like, a relationship would be great to have someone to tell about my day or how much I wrote that day or, you know, how I was feeling or when I'm having anxiety issues, you know, someone to go to? Absolutely. I'm not saying none of that wouldn't be nice. But on that same front, I never check in with anyone. Before we do anything, I have no one worried about how I spend my money, how I live my life, how I dress, how I not that if I was in a relationship, they should have any commentary to the dress part. But, like, you know, I have no one dictating anything. And coming from a childhood where a lot of things were dictated for me, it's actually very inner child healing, I guess you could say. <laughs> And I don't know if a relationship's conducive right now because I'm going to graduate school in a year. I don't plan on living in Georgia in a year. You know, it was never where I wanted to live. And it's like, if I were to date, I would literally have to find someone who was willing to move with me. And it's like, well, might as well wait till you're traveling, you know, because I don't want to be here. <laughs> I don't want to get stuck here. Um, in fact, I'm trying to fingers crossed I guess I'm putting it out in the world now which is very, my perfectionist side doesn't like doing that because now I could fail myself but anyways, I want to be living in Europe in a year, I want to be gallivanting living my best life Um, so maybe that doesn't mean I have anyone right now, you know maybe I do live life a little lonely right now, but then also at the same time use it as a healing experience In the fact that I do whatever I want. Nobody tells me what to do. I make my own decisions. I pick what I eat. And I'm not worried about anyone else at the same time. Like, at all. I think the only other people I worry about are my siblings. Other than that, I can't think of anyone that comes to mind. Um, Which some may say is sad. But I think in the time and space right now, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with not maybe having friends that I talk to every day or someone checking in on me every day because, you know, I'm figuring out what I want in a friend and I'm figuring out what I like and what I don't like and, you know, and same could be said for dating. And I do want to say, I do really believe that relationships can be super healing. Um... And I and I don't think you have to be 100% healed to be in a relationship. But at the same time, I do think there's certain maybe insecurities that you at least need to be aware of. I'm not saying fixed or anything. But, you know, being aware of the problem is kind of the first step. And I'm getting there. You know, I'm getting to why I'm triggered when dating or talking to someone new or you know why what I want really um and I think that's another reason why I'm kind of loving rom-coms right now um is I kind of get the magic of having the boyfriend without actually having to do any of the (laughs) actual work just by reading um and I'm also figuring out what I like. Like, do I like when he talks to me like this when I'm reading the book? No. Um, granted, they are fictional characters. You know, I'm not saying. I think they're real dates or anything. But I do think there's something healing in that retrospect. Because I, I have dealt with many of these shit men. And, um... To the point where it's really made me question my sexuality at times where I was like, do I even like men, want to date men? Um, sadly, I am attracted to men, just as I am women, but um, there's a history, there's a fear, there's a dislike, there's a distrust when it comes to men. And that's also another reason why I'm like, not going to actively date right now, you know? I don't trust them. And, you know, that just kind of has to be okay for now. And it doesn't mean I'm, you know, a bad person or that I'm not worthy of love or respect. It just kind of means right now I'm not in a place where I want to put roots down or figure out, you know, if someone's good for me. Because I'm still figuring out what I like and what I want and what I need and a... You know Relationship or friends Or in life or Goals Or whatever you know And I think that's part of Being single that people don't talk about Is just like Maybe you really aren't meant to be dating Right now (laughs) you know And that's That's okay It's not always fun But sometimes it is like, have you ever been single and seen your friend in such a shitty relationship and you're just like, well, I may be single, but I am going to bed alone with no one trying to yell at me, hit me, whatever. Which, by the way, hitting, not condoning. I've just experienced that with friends and I've just been grateful that, you know, it wasn't me. Because um, I can proudly say I've never been in a physical Abuse relationship. Oh, proudly was not the right word. Oh, please forgive me. I can gratefully say I've not because no certain type of woman ever deserves to be in an abusive relationship, and that was not what I meant by proud. I definitely mean grateful, um, just because they could never talk to me that way. Um, but yeah, I guess that is why. I am as single as a Pringle and why I guess I'm okay with it you know there's a lot worse fates in this life and you know I know it's rare I and mean, maybe not even rare like I do think it'll happen eventually but like there's also a possibility where I never experienced that type of maybe relationship maybe I'm always just got friends mm-hmm. or whatever. I think, if I'm being really honest, here's a little secret from my childhood. Growing up, (laughs) I told people I wanted to be nurses and things like that. And this is going to be really, really sad. and kind of vulnerable of me, I guess. Um, I used to tell people what I wanted to be, but that wasn't what I wanted. All I ever wanted growing up was to be loved. I wanted to have a happily ever after. And I wanted to be chosen. I wanted to feel beautiful. I wanted to feel worthy, smart, respected, loved. That's all I wanted. I wanted a happily ever after. And I think because with a lot of the exposure, i had had to love stories. People had fallen in love first year of college and high school and all this stuff. And when I constantly failed and I couldn't even get people to date me, I think it, it really hurts when you have this like, idealization or funny romanticizing a dream of falling in love because I always said any other dream I could work for right any type of job any type of career any type of house anything I wanted I could work for but relationships it takes two it takes two people no matter how good of a person you are it does not guarantee a relationship and I think that was really hard for me to figure out because I thought if I could just be good enough Someone would love me. Um. And it's not that. And you know. As I grew older. That's okay. Because. Turns out it was a lot of insecurities. And it's not saying I didn't want to be loved. And it's not saying it wasn't ingrained in me. But there was just a little girl. That wanted to be. Cared for. You know. And appreciated and loved. And who wasn't feeling it. And so she made it her dream. To fall in love. And granted, I'm still young. I'm 24. I'm not saying I'm anywhere near like, oh, I'm never going to fall in love. I just think I'm in a place where I'm no longer using everything I've got to try to get a stranger to fall in love with me. I'm just going to wait it out, you know, and I'm going to learn how to fall in love with myself. <laughs> Which sounds crazy. Because why isn't it just easy for me to fall in love for my, with myself, you know, and... I I talk it out loud, and it's funny because the logical side of me is just like, oh, Hannah, you sound so silly right now. But there's there's just a lot of trauma embedded in the reasons why I will not actively date right now. And like I said before, it's not saying, you know, for the, the one were to walk up to me at a bar, I would absolutely say no. But it's likely I would, like, be my friend first. I'm <laughs> not really into the whole... I don't know. Dating as a stranger. I'm more into the friends to lovers trope. (laughs) Um, And it's not fun. But I will keep working on myself. And learning to love myself. In hopes that one day. Someone. Will find me worthy. Not because I earn their worth. But because they just see me. And are like wow. You know hopefully I'm worthy of her kind of ordeal and if that never happens that never happens you know and we're not going to put our worth and our dreams and our hopes into finding love with someone else when now we can put those dreams and hopes into finding love within ourselves I guess which if you told my 16 year old self that she probably would not want to be alive today um She wouldn't want to be alive for a lot of reasons, but, (laughs) you know, um, I think it's just a harsh reality I've had to learn over the years that, like, me being lovable is not determined by how other people love me, you know? Um, which also stinks, because, like, when you have no example of people truly loving you, you sit there and you're like, um... Why would someone ever love me? Um, But you know, we're getting there. We're figuring it out. Day by day, piece by piece. Um, And I guess that's why I'm not actively dating. And I don't have a timeline on it. I don't have anything on it. Except for the fact that it'll come when it wants to come. And if it comes, and if not, then it never does. And... I'm just no longer going to put my worth into whether I find love, a like a, a romantic relationship. So I'm sure I will have friends and things like that. I'm not saying I'm a total loser that will never ever have friends, but more so just saying that I'm not going to put my worth into finding love when it may never be there. And that is okay. We are not going to die from it. We're not going to. Anyways, I think I'm just repeating the same points. But that is why I am choosing to not actively date. The one relationship I was in, I learned a lot about what I wasn't doing correctly. And what I've learned in the last three years is probably more of what I'm looking for. And how I don't want to jump back into old habits. Um, and like I said We'll just keep working on ourselves And loving ourselves Until someone comes along And if they never do, they never do Once again, our worth is just not Consumed By other people's Treatment of us I guess So, Anyways, I feel like I'm repeating myself a lot at this point um, I hope you enjoyed and I will catch up with y'all next week, and maybe I'll even talk about Miami. (laughs) Anyways, thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day.